Hey, everybody, you're listening to episode 121 of the Katie Lance podcast. And in this podcast, I had a great conversation with my good friends, Nestor and Michelle. And these two folks are partners in life, partners in business. They are realtors down in Irvine in Southern California. And we just had a really great conversation about what it's like to work with your spouse and uh, some do's and don'ts and lessons learned. We also talked a lot about social media. One of the things that I absolutely love about Nestor and Michelle is just the kindness that really uh, shines through in what they do. They have such a passion for uh, their business and for each other. And uh, we just had a lovely conversation. So I know that you will get a lot out of it. So let's get on with the show. You're listening to the Katie Lance Podcast. If you're an entrepreneur, social media geek, real estate pro, a mom, or maybe all of the above, and ready to level up your social media game, you're in the right place. Katie Lance here, founder and CEO of Katie Lance Consulting and Get Social Smart Academy. And you're listening to the Katie Lance Podcast. And you guys, I am so excited for our interview today. We have a really great conversation with two folks that I have known online through social media. We first met on social media and have met at various events over the years. Uh, and I'm just so excited to introduce them to you. I know them as just Nestor and Michelle. Uh, in fact, we were just giggling before we went live that Literally, I was Googling them and thinking, I just know you as Nestor and Michelle. But yes, they really do have last names. We have with us today, Nestor Herrera uh, and his lovely wife, Michelle Phillips Herrera. Thank you both for joining us today. We're so excited to chat with you both. Thank you. Thank you. I'm I'm excited. I'm humbled for, for the opportunity. And, and yeah, I'm excited. I don't know. <laughs> Let's get started. <laughs> Let's dive right in. All right. Well, I'm going to read your bio. So for, for those of uh, for those of you listening who may not be familiar with who are Nestor Michelle, I'm going to give you a, a little taste of who they are, and then we'll dive into our conversation here today. So Nestor was born and raised in Orange County. Uh, his passion for creating a strong community in Irvine is obvious. His contractual expertise allows him to prevent problems before they occur, creating a sense of ease among his clients. His positivity and ability to visualize success make him an excellent asset to the team he shares with Michelle in work and life. And Nestor's dedication to the people around him is apparent in everything he does. So making Orange County a great place just definitely comes naturally. Now for Michelle, Michelle grew up in Pasadena and she's a happy Irvine transplant where she shares Nestor's passion for creating great communities. In her more than 15 years of real estate experience in Orange County, Michelle has formed honest relationships with her clients, ensuring everyone has the facts needed to make the best decisions. And one of her favorite things about living in Irvine is having access to the various trails, parks, and everything the city has to offer. She works really hard to bring her love of the area to other people looking for homes. And Michelle and Nestor agree that real estate is about more than just buying and selling homes. It's about building community. Absolutely. So once again, my friends, thank you for being here. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Wow. That's a nice intro. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Who are those people? No, I'm just I know, kidding. right? <laughs> well, we're excited to have you here. And, you know, one of the things we do on the podcast, we do a lot of interviews and it's really fun to be able to shine the light on all different types of folks in the 
industry. Um, so I would love to start at the beginning. Um, you two are partners in life, partners in business. How long have you been together and how long have you worked together? Wow. Okay. <laughs> so Michelle gets to answer some of these questions or most of these questions because I always get in trouble because I don't remember a lot of these answers. <laughs> <laughs> and he thinks that I do. <laughs> um, well, I'm, it's all good. <laughs> I, yeah. So I'll, you want me to start? Yeah. Okay. Well, you start and I will just uh, kick in when it's she'll, time. She'll correct. Uh, uh, <laughs> I've been in the business going on 23 years. And actually, Michelle and I met at uh, an office, both previous marriage. And we had actually met at an office. And she had come into real estate, I don't know, four or five years after I was in real estate. Mm-hmm. And we were friends in the office. And then actually she moved to a different office. I moved to a different office. And then we actually both appeared at another office together, but we were no longer together. We had both uh, had gone through relationship issues and that had changed. So was, I, I like to call it fate that, uh, we were brought back together by the universe and introduced back to the, you know, at, at another office. But since then we've been working together. What is, I want to say about 15 years now, 10, well, no, I guess about 10 years, 12 years. You no, know, like 13, 13 years. Okay. We've been working together as partners for about 13 years. Okay. Um. Yeah. I've been in the business for. You're going on like 16, 17 now. Yeah. yeah, yeah I don't yeah. know if that's 18, about 18 yeah. years now, but that's okay. Wow. Yeah. And then uh, what's the uh, other question was what? I, will let I you. don't know. What Katie, was you're going to have to ask you. <laughs> basically answered it. Yeah. We were just kind of getting a sense of, you know, how you, how you met, how long you've you've been together and how long you've been in real estate. So um, it sounds like you've worked together for a, for a number of years as well. And it's fun. It's fun to see the dynamic between the two of you, you know, uh, my husband, Paul and I work side by side also. And so it's always fun to talk to other couples and see, you know, what that dynamic is like. And so I'm, I'm wondering you know, a lot of people will say to me, oh my gosh, I could never work with my my husband or I could never work with my my wife or my partner. And so how, how has that been, first of all, and do you have kind of a dynamic of who does what, or, you know, one of you is better at one part of the business versus the other? That's a great question. Um, (laughs) I thought you were going to say, okay, Michelle, go. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, we're complete transparency. It took a, a lot of years time, yeah. to get that part figured out. Um, <laughs> so relationship wise and work wise, I would say right now we are probably at our best that we've ever been. And um, that's very exciting, but it has not always been that way. It was a struggle at the beginning. We both stepped on each other's toes a lot. And now we have our particular roles with, with regard to what we do um, business wise. And we stay in our lanes and um, it wasn't always like that. There was a lot of crossover where I, I, I felt like I was micromanaging her. She was micromanaging me. And then it turned it and work never ended because what would happen is there was disputes at the office and then there would be disputes at home and you, you bring it home with you. Um, yeah. And it was, it was difficult. It was frustrating. Now 
Not so much. Yeah, now we're in separate offices. So we both come to the office every day, but we both have an individual office and we don't work. (laughs) We're not next to each other day to day. And believe it or not, I don't see her that much during the day. I'm kind of doing my thing. She's doing her thing. So when we go home, there's a lot of recap of, you know, what happened here, what happened there and, and putting things together. So I feel like I have the best of both worlds now. Yeah, and I, I'm going to agree with that. It took a lot of practice and years of um, understanding the nuances of, of work and um, and life balance. And um, I think what creates a stronger bond now, quite honestly, is having all those arguments and disagreements on how to function and put things together because it forced us to have those conversations and also be comfortable with being uncomfortable at times. And I think that that has made a big, huge difference. And what it, what it looks like to be a team is not necessarily, it, it really came together. Like I said, there's people think, oh, well, you know, husband and wife team, or or even if it's not husband and wife team, maybe just a whole bunch of people team, you have to get along with those people and figure it, figure it out. And like Nest was saying, stay in your lane. And these are your tasks, these are my tasks, but yet we can overlap those tasks, but know how to have those conversations in order to make it happen and seamless so that the consumer has no idea that, you yeah. know, there's any, you know, yeah, consumers always thought we were perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little did they know. Yeah, we're in a fight. Oh, I just talked to Nestor. Everything's all good. Oh, great. Well, that makes you very real because I know I can relate to that. And if my husband Paul happens to be listening to this, I'm sure he's giggling because <laughs> we went through something very similar. When you and when and Nestor, when you said micromanaging each other, I was like, oh yeah, we were we've been totally guilty of that. It's I think it's easy to do. Mm-hmm. When you start working together and you feel like you know what you're doing right and that person <laughs> feels like they know what you should be doing and just, it's kind of like a dance. I mean, in a lot of ways, it is like marriage. You have to work through like who's going to do what and what your roles are. And I, I love what you said about how you kind of come together at the end of the day and recap things. And that's exactly how Paul and I are because we both have very different roles, very important roles, but different. And so it's almost like at the end of the day, so who'd you talk to and what's going on and what's, you know, how'd this call go or whatever. So uh, I can relate. <laughs> in a lot of ways. (laughs) So for, you know, for folks who might be um, considering working with their spouse or they already do, I'm just curious if you have any, any tips or advice for people who might be thinking of going down that road, like anything that you think that, um, you know, has, has been helpful in kind of making that work and also being able to turn the off button off, you know, because sometimes when you work together, it's easy to just always talk about (laughs) what's going on at the office. Yeah. So I'll let you start. Well, I was going to be snarky and say, well, you shouldn't <laughs> just start there. <laughs> How much do you love your spouse? Yeah. Number one. No. Yeah. Okay. So Funny. from there, the, the real answer is um, what advice would I give? Be kind. You're kind to other people. Be kind to your spouse. You're not going to be as abrupt with, you know, other people. So you shouldn't be abrupt with your spouse when you're in business together, just because you're living together and working together doesn't mean you could just get upset and, and 
be upset with them because you wouldn't do that to someone that you're just coming in and out of the office with. You never do that. So you shouldn't do that to them either. Um, I would say have set boundaries. Know that if you do come home, that's our home space and not the workspace. And yes, although we do do recaps or whatever, we're pretty good at shutting it off. Like I'm going to say we don't give it more than about an hour. If that. Yeah. Yeah. About an hour of time to, okay, well, what's going on? And the same thing in the morning. We have a morning routine. We do our things. And then sometimes, and and we always ask each other, is it okay to ask a work question before we get to work? So we we really try to keep those boundaries because home is our only sacred spot. You know, our only place to, to just be us and not realtors or, or work, you know, work people. So yeah, we, we cut it off boundaries. So I don't know if you remember, but to answer your question, we actually at one point brought in a professional and we took what is the Briggs Myers test um, to determine, you know, who we are, what our strengths were, personality traits and things like that. So we actually got a little bit of outside advice of, you know, what should my roles be? Where shouldn't, you know, where shouldn't I be? Where should she be? And and where are we creating conflict and where's, where's the cohesiveness? So um, that was probably one of the starts to getting a better understanding of where we were, but you know, I also answer the other part of your question about turning it off. I got to be honest with you, Katie. I love what I do. And Michelle loves what she does as well, or at least I, I believe she does. So I do. I have to. Um, I'm, I'm nodding, but you can do that. So, yes, I do. <laughs> it's, it's funny because we probably don't really turn it off. Um, There's always some type of talk about, it may not be necessarily about clients or things like that, but it may be about, Hey, you know, I have this idea or have this in order to help build our business. Or what do you think about this? And we're always having those conversations. And for me, they're enjoyable. So even though we're at home and we might be in, in personal time or we're with friends, we hear it probably most often when we're with friends, when we are with um, close friends and they're not in real estate, we'll hear, Hey, you know, enough work talk. <laughs> we don't even realize it. We don't even realize it's happening. So it happens. It happens it for sure. <laughs> well, and Michelle, I wrote down when you were chatting the word kind. And I, I think that's a really, I think that's such a great tip for people. It, you know, how you talk to people and how, and how you talk to each other. And um, I, I also think that that just value of kindness, it really comes across in your marketing. Honestly, it comes across in your social media. It comes across in your brand. I think it's probably one of the reasons why I've, I've really connected with you guys because of just how you come across. Is that, is that something that you think is intentional in your marketing or is that just part of your personality? I'm just, I'm just curious about that. It's intentional. I don't think it's intentional. I never really Um, considered that it was kind. So thank you. (laughs) Absolutely. When you said it, I was like, that's it. Like there's, there's something about that word. It just, you know, whether it's like, I see Nestor doing a video or Michelle, you're doing a video in front of a house or a reel. I see a lot of the different you know, I see a lot of stuff through social media, especially Instagram. I think that's kind of our, the main way I've always connected with you guys. Um, and I know you're on a lot of other platforms, but I don't know, just this feeling of kindness and caring. And especially when you're talking about what you do and working with each other and your clients and everything. So thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I, 
I don't know if there's really been any thought that we've put into that. I've personally got a rule. I try to everything that I do with regard to social media, whether it's a video or um, I'm one take, regardless of what happens. So <laughs> if, if yeah, I applauded you on the introduction because I don't know if I could have gotten through that. You would have heard a whole <laughs> lot of blunders in that, but we would have went with it. Um, but I, you know, and I try to do a lot of things live as well. I I'm Facebook live a lot just because what we get is what we get. And then my other rule is, is I never go back and look at anything that we've posted, but mm. once it's there, it's there. And I never go back and try to critique it and yeah. self-conscious about it. So. And going and looking at something and saying, well, thanks for telling me my hair was sticking up and, you know, <laughs> yes, <laughs> there's yes. a booger hanging out my nose, whatever, and you're like, whatever, right, right. You know, that's how I'd look if I stepped out in the office too, so, you know, yes. <laughs> Exactly. Well, I often say, you probably heard me say, done is better than perfect. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, and just, if you listen to yourself over, and sometimes you have to listen to yourself if you're doing some editing or, uh, you know, you're going to take a piece of video and, you know, repurpose it for somebody else. You kind of have to sometimes listen to yourself, but if you don't need to, I agree, just get it out there. Done is better than perfect. (laughs) I've probably, and I've stolen that from you. I say that almost (laughs) once a day, (laughs) at least because actually I, no, I didn't say it yet today, but I did say it yesterday. Yeah. We were talking about getting some note cards out. (laughs) We just got to get it done. Just get it done. Yep. Just get Get it done. done. Exactly. Exactly. So I, you know, since we did connect originally on social media and then we've met over the years, you know, at at, uh, various events, Remax events and and things like that. um, I'd love for you to kind of talk about your social media. Like I know things have evolved, obviously what's working for you right now? Are there one or two platforms that you're just really enjoying your time on that you're getting a lot of benefit from? Just be curious about where, where you're seeing the the big return right now. Want me to answer? You want to answer? Well, he's the he's the social media person. <laughs> so. He honestly is. So if you're going to ask me, it's going to be every once in a while. I I go on. I mean, I the the parts of our roles are are very clear. And <laughs> my roles good. are: I get to the office, and he says, "You need to shoot this video, this video, and this." Video. And I, I think it. I wish I would have done more with my hair today. Okay. (laughs) And then I just, or I wasn't wearing this outfit, but you know, it's all fine. And I just do what, what he tells me to do when to do it. And that's pretty much it. And then, um, for he plans it all out. So he, I've taken your advice. So I I've gone on a schedule, um, which is huge for me. Um, you have no idea how huge that is for me to be, to be calendared. Um, as far as, yeah, <laughs> I am more uh, by the seat of my pants type of thing, but um, I was a lurker for like ever, Katie. Um, you know, Gary V, probably one of the people that I, I'm sure you you know, I know you know him, um, but, it, you know, he, he labeled those those lurkers. I was an early on lurker and what I discovered was I was just afraid to put myself out there. And when I started putting myself out there, people started to react to it. But, you know, to answer your question within social media, I still don't feel like we put ourselves out there um, enough or nearly as much as we should. But 
on the flip side of that, um, where I feel that we are the strongest on social media is I engage a lot. I am, I am probably, I know, I know you have the five, five, what is it? Five, five, five. I think it is. Um, (laughs) I'm probably more about 45, 50, 50, 50. Um, Mm -hmm. I am constantly in, in DMS and people's chats and putting out messages and things like that. And that has paid, um, who, that's where it is. I, you know, anybody that's out there and they're talking about getting into social media and they spend all of their time, energy and effort worried about, is this picture right? Or do I look right? And this and that, that's not where it is. Um, I discovered very early on one of the beauties of social media is that you can pretty much connect with almost anybody. If you're consistent and you're genuine they'll, you know, there are people in the world that I can make phone calls to forever and ever and ever. And I will never have gotten them on the phone to actually return a phone call or an email. Social media, you find the right platform and you're genuine and and you, you engage with them, you'll connect. And I don't think it's a secret. I mean, I've learned from the best. Thank you. (laughs) For sure. You you, you did teach us that for sure. And I mean, I remember, um, I mean, I'm going to maybe embarrass you a little bit, but he saw you on social media, Katie, and, um, you know, had been following you for some time. And then you were at the Remax convention and he was all like a little schoolgirl. <laughs> oh my God. And I'm like, who the hell is Katie? You know, because I was like, I wasn't looking at those things. Like he said he was lurking or, you right. know, whatever he was watching and learning and doing these things and talking to me about it many years ago. But I didn't really, I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, whatever you want to do, babe, it's all good. And and then I saw you and I listened to what you had to say. It made so much sense. And I think that the um, the conversations that Nestor's speaking of, it's like going to a cocktail party. If you just sit in the corner and do nothing, you're never going to learn about anybody. But if you see or hear a conversation that's interesting, you're going to want to engage in understand or learn more or, Hey, I had that experience and, and share it. And it creates a dialogue, which makes those connections. And he's absolutely right. We've, we've gotten um, referrals from, you know, from people from out of state that we, you know, we didn't know, or we've had connections with um, other moms here in the area because, you know, we're talking to them about, you know, different things or asking questions about unrelated stuff. And, you know, they come back and they find us. So, I mean, it is those those conversations, it's a way to um, dialogue in, in a very fast paced world. It is. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm extremely introverted. I do not like, like if we go to social events, I am the person in the corner. I don't like to start conversations, <laughs> but for whatever reason online, I can text and DM with anybody and everybody for ever and ever and, and have a, have conversations. So it's just my world. And to answer your question, Instagram is probably our number one. It used to be Facebook. We do run a lot of Facebook ads um, for lead conversion, but um, for the most part, I probably spend 90% of our online stuff on Instagram. Yeah. Well, and I think you, you said a few things that I, I, I wrote down and, and one thing you mentioned was, was DMs. And I, 
it reminded me of one of the reasons why we connected and why you guys really stood out to me because you, you message me all the time, you know, I'll say like, happy Thursday. And you're like, happy Thursday, Katie. Or like, I'll post a glass of wine. And I remember one time you sent me a bottle of wine and, you know, and, and I've, I've always thought about that. And I think that you are very consistent with that. And it's not in a cheesy way. It's not in like, oh, I'm trying to get something as I'm DMing you. It's not like you're selling me you're just connecting. And because you've done it consistently, you stood out to me, you know, and it, it, I remember when we met at, at that convention, I was like, oh my gosh, yes, let's get a selfie. <laughs> like I knew you because you stood out to me, you know? So it, it was interesting. So um, <laughs> that was the first time we met Pinky as well. Oh, yes. So, and that same, same thing. Oh, my, our relationship or my relationship with, with hers really, it started online and we were going back and forth and, and it was weird to me because when I first started DMing or, or messaging, I, I used to think, is the person that's sending this back real or is it somebody that was doing it for them? Totally, totally. And, and, and exactly. You, you can tell. And I learned very early yes. on, hey, this is really Katie. And hey, this is really Pinky. And so when yeah. we did meet in person, the, the connection is there. I agree 100%. So. <laughs> and for our, our podcast listeners, if you're wondering, what who is this Pinky person? We, we interviewed uh, Sue Pinky Benson. She's known as the Pink Lady of Real Estate. Uh, we interviewed her I believe a few months ago, I'll, I'm going to link to her interview below as well. Cause she, uh, she shared some great, oh, great awesome. tips. Yeah. <laughs> she is, she is awesome. I love that. I also wanted to ask you about video because Michelle, you said something like you'll just show up and Nestor's like, okay, these are the three videos <laughs> we need, <laughs> need you to shoot. And, um, I have watched you on video. I've seen Nestor on video and I would love if maybe you guys could just share a little bit about your your process do you kind of plan it out a little bit or is it more like like you said one and done like let's just do this or <laughs> what is what one, and done, like one and done baby one and done i don't have time to mess around let's go <laughs> they are yeah there are a lot of one and dones they are a lot of um there are a lot of Google, whatever, you know, is popular in real estate and see what comes up and boom, we should do a, that, that's where I'm doing most of my reels on now is I will just do a Google search of what's popular in real estate or what questions are coming up. And then I just do a reel on it. And, um, or we see what other people are doing and, and we look at it and we try to make it our, our own and change the flavor of it to be us. And, that's it. But that's, I'm usually inspired by others. I will see something yeah. out there and say, Hey, this is what we're going to do. And then um, my favorite thing about Michelle is me. I start to second guess myself and think about it and say, ah, well, it sounded like a good idea. The first time I said it, um, she just goes and does it. And next <laughs> thing I know, it, it's, it's posted. posted and it's online. And all <laughs> All right. He said, okay, I guess it's good. He said, I want this video. Like the, my, your, my three favorite things about a house. He said, I think we should do those. I said, okay. And then he, the next, this, maybe you could do it today. Okay. And I just went in the green room and did the video and then it was posted and that's it. So, yeah. and when um, Nathan, our, our, uh, social guy. That yes, he, he does all he of does our photography. Our, our photography and um, stuff. He's the guy behind the cameras and, do, and is doing the video editing and things like that for us. So, um, which is very interesting because 
I'll say, I'll ask for this and say, this is my idea. And then they'll go and do it. So one of the other great things about Nathan is he will post it. So I don't get proofs of, Hey, here's the final thing. What do you think? Yeah, <laughs> None of us do. It just ends up on. Yeah. So it's, you I don't go, know what you're yeah. going to get. I go, yeah. Oh, okay. It's done. There it All is. right. But he well, always and sometimes did. that's good. If you have a good relationship and you trust that person, that's the name right. of the game. You know, I'm sure he understands like, what you what your vision is and your your you know what you want to get across well i don't know if sometimes, sometimes yeah <laughs> i'm gonna say this he yeah. talks to nestor i get into the office he says okay we're doing a video and i said what are we doing and like that one thing three favorite things we're gonna do the three favorite things okay and i walk back there he says do you know what you're gonna say and i said what house are we doing and he says i don't know pick one and so i pick one and then he says do you know what you're gonna say and i said nope roll it and then we just go for it That's and then it. it just comes out and then the next thing like I said it's posted and then he says hey you've got some hits on your you know on it and I said really okay yeah. awesome <laughs> it's working out that's awesome that's that's great that's really great we've covered quite a bit this last like 30 minutes kind of flew by so I'm is there is there anything else that I didn't ask you that I should ask for anything that you want to share oh. any advice that you want to share if not that's okay too but but I'll open the floor to you. <laughs> uh, wow, that's an open-ended question. I can take that one anywhere. Um, yeah, anywhere you want to go. <laughs> I I don't know. I, I I think you know from a, from a real estate perspective. I know most of the most of the people that listen to your podcast in are in the real estate world. So I I would say this that um, the market is has been very good to us. It's not going to be this way forever, and. I guess one of the things that frustrates me the most that I'm seeing right now is a lot of people in our industry not taking this industry serious. You don't have to be a serious person, um, but I'm seeing so much of, hey, I want to just try it or I want to give it a shot or mm-hmm. and and not really putting the time, energy and effort into actually learning the industry and giving the industry the respect that it deserves and giving the the other people that are involved in this industry the respect that that it deserves. So I would I would say, you know, slow down a little bit, everybody. This is fantastic. We are in a good market and, and there's money to be made out there and, and we get that. But it's really about the relationships and doing the right thing for your clients and um, doing the right thing for, for everybody involved. That's my soapbox. No, I think that's, I think that's, it's so important. I, I, there are a lot of people who sort of go, Oh, that looks like a lot of fun. You know, I, I like houses. I like people. I like watching HGTV. I'll just try this out, you know? And, and uh, I think, especially, you know, as we kind of move into this, hopefully, post-pandemic hopefully world <laughs> that we're we're easing into i think it's that professionalism and, and taking it you know seriously is is so important you're dealing with i mean for most people buying and selling a home is one of the biggest moments of their life so absolutely taking that taking that seriously and coming with kindness and professionalism i, I think is so important um michelle how about you any any last words or thoughts or anything you want to share if not it's okay too <laughs> <laughs> to, to piggyback on um, Nestor, I think consistency, I mean, it is, it's important to connect with your clients and other people. Just it's, life is relational yeah. and it's, and it's important to be that way. And um, you should be passionate about what you're doing and you should enjoy what you're doing and um, treat people with courtesy and graciousness 
and explain. And it's not like you're like Nestor said, just slow down, slow down and enjoy the moments and take care of your people, take care of um, your clients and be consistent. But I definitely think as far as if it's success wise, consistency is key. There's a lot of people that come in and out of this business and we've seen we've seen a lot. They mess around, they leave a mess for everybody else. And then the rest of us are, you know, cleaning up the messes we're moving forward. And I think that consistency is important. It's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of after hours stuff. It's it's not a nine to five job. But definitely if you, not a nine to five job. <laughs> yeah. But if you love it, it's so rewarding. So rewarding. I love that. I absolutely love that. Well, um, I just thank you both so much for taking the time to be with us today and just sharing your heart and sharing your story and sharing your advice. Uh, it, it was just a pleasure chatting with you both. Likewise. Well, <laughs> well, I so appreciate you guys today. And for all of our podcast listeners, I hope you enjoyed this interview as well. We are going to put Nestor and Michelle's contact information below, their website, their Instagram, their social handles. And we would love if you enjoyed this episode, uh, the best thing you can do is share it out, you know, share it out on Instagram or social media and tag, tag me, tag Nestor and Michelle. Let us know that you tuned in. Uh, and of course, we'd always love uh, your reviews as well. If you're listening to this over on Apple, would love if you give us a five-star review. So thank you so much again, Nestor, Michelle, you guys are awesome. Oh, thank that you, wine. Awesome. <laughs> thank you. So appreciate it. Absolutely. All right, my friends, until next time, we'll see you soon. And thanks for tuning in to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you want more, head over to katielance.com and check out the Get Social Smart Academy. Also, sign up for a free email newsletter packed full of great content. Until next time, get social smart.